Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nsoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you'd be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's Word. Be blessed. be to God. What a joy again to come to your home and to fellowship with you and to share God's word with you today. This is Pastor Festus Nsoha of Oasis Church in Prague, uh, presenting to you this message today entitled The Mystery of His Will. And uh, I believe it is the desire and the plan of God that you and I should know his will and be established in his will and also understand the outworkings of his plan to us as individual to us who are in christ jesus to us who believe let's pray today please heavenly father thank you for this time you've given to us again to meet together in your word i just pray that this today's broadcast will be a blessing to all who will listen to that man that woman that boy and that girl that this message to the lord god will be your voice speaking to each one of them, each one of us to their Father. May Jesus Christ be glorified, and we bind the powers of the enemy, and we exalt the name of Jesus Christ today. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, it's glad to be with you again today. And I want us to begin today in the book of Ephesians in the New Testament. And we're going to read from verse chapter 1 of the book of Ephesians. Chapter 1, and um, in this book of Ephesians, hallelujah, and he's speaking here of the mystery of the will of God. Uh, and verse 1, Paul writing to the church in Ephesians, Ephesus, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Anytime you read the Bible, see the word there, will of God, mark it. It is very important. By God's desire, by God's purpose, by God's design. Desire, purpose, and design. To the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. All of it, not some of it. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Chosen in Jesus Christ before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestinated us, to the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. His will predestinated us, choosing us in him before the foundation of the world. Could you really think for a while that God really knew you before you were born? That God actually chose you, called you, made you his own 
before the world was made. That means before he even began to uh, create the universe, create the world, he already knew you and chose you and predestined you and marked you with his own mark as his own. Today, there are many Christians and believers who are struggling with faith, who are doubtful, or who are wondering if they are not just, you know, a mistake. How did this all started? Was it just because a, a preacher preached to me and I believed? Was it because somebody persuaded me? I did not know what to say or how to react, so I became a Christian. No, no, no. None of us who are God's children today became God's children by accident. This is very, very important. God foreknew you, and God chose you, and God called you before the foundation of the world. Before there was Europe, before there was a man on earth, God foresaw you, he knew you, and he chose you, and he called you. And he brought you to himself in the right time through and in Jesus Christ. So I want you to really understand that your foundation in Christ is strong and deeper than time. It came all the way from eternity into time. Let's read some few more verses here. Verse 6 says, To the praise of the glory of His grace, where He has made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of His glory. And I want us to know, verse 8 says, Wherein He had abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had proposed in himself. God wants you and I to know the mystery of his will, not just concerning the Jews and the Gentiles, but concerning you and I as individuals. I remember in 1993, uh, September 7th, 4 a.m. in the morning, I was fasting and praying in the city of Dobrich in a little summer house wooden cabin. 4 a.m. in the morning, I was kneeling down and praying. And as I was praying, the Lord appeared to me. And the light shone in the room. And he appeared to me. And he revealed to me many other things, but also showed me both my wife, the woman that's supposed to be my, is going to be my wife, and also showed me my son and gave me the name of my son. In fact, the woman he showed me, which is my wife to the Margaret, he covered her face. He didn't want me to know who she was. And he told me when she's done with her study, I will let you know who she is. And she gave me the name of the university where she was studying and gave me the name of my son. 1993, September 7th, 4 a.m. in the morning. The name of my son he gave us what we call today Ife is my son's name. And it means with God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. So I want you to know, it's not just whether God reveals something to you or not reveals something to you in any special way. The fact is that you are in the will of God. That you are born again, that you are a child of God. Even that you are watching this message today, it's not by accident. With God, nothing, nothing happens by accident. So God revealing to you and I the mystery of his will. In all my life, through these years, in fact, even my being a missionary here in all these years, I didn't, know, I didn't know nobody here. When Christ appeared to me in 1991 and told me where and when I'm to go and do missionary works. It was all the unveiling of the mystery of his will. And what a blessing in our life when we come to begin to understand these things. 
and allow God to unveil the mystery of our life to us. There's a book written of you. Jesus said, I have come in the volume of the book written of me. I have come to do thy will, O God. And when he has fulfilled the entire book, all that was written about him, when he has done everything finished, he said, it is finished. I have read the book from A to Z. I have finished the work. I'm gone. Paul said, I have finished my work. I have finished the rest. I'm now going. So there's a book written of you by God. And God wanted to read every verse, every page of that book. And when he, that is done, when your work on earth is done, you are gone. Hallelujah to Jesus. So let's begin with the issue of our spiritual birth, being born again, being a child of God. There in chapter 1 of uh, John, uh, chapter 1 of John said here in verse 2 and verse 11, it says actually, uh, he came in unto his own and his own received him not. Talking about the, the Jewish people, the Jewish nation. His own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. As many as received him, he gave them the right, the power, the authority, the right to use power to become the sons of God. It's an amazing thing. You have to understand that the moment you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you have the power, the right. You have the right to assess the power of God, the right to assess God's ability, His strength, His wisdom, the strength, the wisdom, the power you need to be and to live as a child of God. That grace is given to you and I. So the Bible says here, as many as received Him, to them gave he power. Have you received him? You know, many times people are trying to receive the power to become a child of God. They are trying to receive the power to, to become a child of God first before they receive Jesus Christ. No, what you have to do is to receive Jesus into your heart, into your life. And say, Lord, I believe what you did on Calvary was for me. I believe you died for my sins on the cross. I believe you were buried. I believe on the third day you rose again from the dead. So I ask you to forgive my sins and come into my heart. When you or I do that, we now receive the power, the ability, the right, the access into God's power, wisdom, and grace to live as God's own children. As many as received him, to them gave he power. Are you living that very power today? And then verse 13 says, Which we are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. You see, your being born again has nothing to do with anything you are naturally. It doesn't have anything to do with your background, who you used to be, who your natural parents are, where you were born, how you were born, how you look. It has nothing to do with that. That doesn't contribute to salvation. Which we are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, but but of, not of the will of man, but of God. Our salvation to be born again is not because some guru told you you are born again, or some priest, or some bishop, or some pope, or somebody else. It's not the will of any preacher. It is the will of God. It is God's will that you be born again. And so God begot you willfully. 
That's where I want to get to your attention right now. God begat to you here willfully. In fact, in that, in that place there, in um, it must be uh, uh, James chapter 1, in the book of James, it says these words in James chapter 1, and uh, verse 18 says, in fact, if you begin from verse 17, it says, um, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. And it cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, not a shadow of turning. Every good gift, every perfect gift, the new birth, being born again, is a, is a perfect gift. Is a good gift. Is a perfect gift. It comes from above, not from beneath. It is not the work of religion or human philosophy and knowledge and doctrine. It has nothing to do with your nationality or your natural identity or your bloodline or your parental DNA. No, it has to do with God's own DNA. Every good gift, every perfect gift comes down from what? Above. And descends from the Father of light, with whom is no variableness, not a shadow of what? Turning. And verse, um, verse 18 says, Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. Just imagine that. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. I don't know about you. I don't know where and how you were born naturally. I have known many people that were not very happy how they were born naturally or to whom they were born. You see, in natural birth, you don't have any choice. Your parents ask you your will. Would you want to be born by us? Would you want us to be your father or your mother? No, in natural birth, you had no choice. You didn't choose your father, didn't choose your mother. So you were born by them. And, uh, and they might have even not even really planned to have you. Maybe they were not even ready to have another child or even give birth to you in such a time, in such a season of their life. They might even not even really, really plan it. But however it happened, you are born naturally without anybody consulting you or asking for your opinion. <laughs> but in the new birth, in being born again, number one, it is the will of God. God first saw you. God knew you. God chose you and called you and made you his own. God ordained that through Jesus Christ, he will adopt you and I into his what? Family. So if you are today born again, if you are a child of God, feel at home. Know that you are loved. You are not an accident. It's not just out of some human error, human mistake, or you bumped into some kind of religious people, and here you are with Bible in your hand, and here you are going to church, and here you are trying to understand what. No, no, no. You are right where you belong. The moment you give your heart to Jesus Christ, receive him as your Lord and your Savior, you are a child of God, and it is not by accident. God foresaw you. God knew you. God chose you. God called you. God made you his own before the world was was made of his own will, his own desire, his own plan, his own purpose. He chose you in Christ and made you his own before the world was even made. So never you come to the place where you begin to wonder and doubt, maybe because of pressures and temptations and trials and all kind of disappointments, even maybe in the churches or among preachers. You see, all, hear all kinds of mistakes and all kinds of wrong things happening and all that is 
all the nonsense that is done in the name of God and church and religion. So you allow the devil to begin to whisper to your mind and condemn you and ask you, are you sure you are not somebody that didn't trick you into all this whole thing? Are you sure this is real something? Is this the life you really want to live? This is the life. This is the will of God for you. Christ is God's will for you. The Bible is God's will for you. God wants you to know the mystery of his will. He wants you and I to be firmly rooted and grounded and established in all his will. All his plan. It is not the will of God that you should what? Perish. But that you should obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you are in Christ today, if you are born again today, know indeed that you are in the will of God. In fact, if you remember the prophet Jeremiah in the Old Testament, and the Lord spoke to him and told him, before, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse, um, verse 4 says, Then the word of the Lord came unto, unto me, saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, listen very carefully now. This does not mean that Jeremiah was not born in sin like any other person. It does not mean that he was saved or born again in the womb. There's been some silly doctrines. I heard about some prophets somewhere who said, oh, I was chosen from the womb. It does not mean that we are, God marked you, ordained you, that in the, in the fullness of time, you'll be born again, you'll be saved. We were all born sinners and must be born again, must be saved, must be cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. So that God, God said that he, he foresaw you, he knew you before the world was made. It does not mean that you were saved or born again in the womb. No, no, no. We were all born in sin. But God's will followed us. God's plan pursued us. God's purpose pursued us and brought us to salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So God told Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And it's not just knowing like knowing somebody's name. God said, I knew thee. Now you may say, that was, that was just Jeremiah who, how can God know me that way? No, 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 no. God is not a respecter of persons. God never, 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 uh, uh, you know, make somebody... Uh, choose somebody else uh, and then choose somebody else. God doesn't say, I know this one, I don't know this one. No, as long as you are a child of God, you were chosen, you were called, you were predestinated to, to, to be, to be adored to Christ, adored to God through Jesus Christ, his son. So he said to Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. So it is fantastic to know that somebody really knows me. Somebody knows you and knows me more than we know ourselves. He knows our past. He knows our present. He knows our future. And what an amazing thing that somebody can know us so deeply, so really, so genuinely, and still love us. And still love us. God knows you and he loves you. So before I formed thee, I knew thee. And before you come out of the womb, I choose you, I marked you as my own, and I ordained you. That word ordained means I have planned a part you should walk in. I have prepared the way you should live. I have ordained 
things for you to walk in, things to accomplish, things that must happen in your life. I have written a book about you from A to Z. I have prepared every step you should take, where you should live, whom you should meet, what you should do. Everything has been prepared before you were born. Hallelujah. So we must understand that again. In fact, if you look at chapter, uh, chapter 8 of Romans, Romans chapter 8, praise the Lord. And look at what it says here. In, uh, we can read from verse 28. And it says in verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good. All things? Yes, all things. For good? Yes, for good. To who? To them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he foreknew you. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30 says, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. Whom he justified, them he also what? Glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Child of God, wake up. You are in good hands. You are in the right path. If you are in Christ Jesus, if you are born again, a child of God, you are in the right path. This is who you were chosen. This is who you were ordained to be. You were ordained to be in Christ. You were ordained to live in the word of God. You were ordained to live as a child of God. Heaven is chosen for you. Christ is for you. The word of God is for you. The Holy Ghost is for you. The miracles and the mercies of God is for you. You are where you're supposed to be. So make yourself at home. Don't let anything move you away from the grace of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Don't let any pressure, any temptation, any devil, any trial, or even somebody that you used to know fall away from God. Some even pastor or preacher or priest. If they fall, jump over their dead bodies and keep going. Don't let nothing discourage you or stop you. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sins, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sin. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page New Start under the Seeking God section.
this is the plan and the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He foreknew you. He chose you. He ordained you. And his plan is to establish you. In fact, there in Philippians chapter 1, Philippians chapter 1, in verse 6 he says, I am confident of this very thing. Paul writes to the church in Philippians. I am confident. I'm fully, fully persuaded with no doubt in my heart that he which had begun a good work in you. Say with me, God has a good work in me. He who began a good work where? In you. Will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That means God began that work in you. He will never give up on you. But listen, this is God's will. It is important it also becomes your will. When God's will becomes your will, and you and God will the same thing, nothing can stop it. No devil in hell. No demons on earth. No man, no woman, no problem, no pressure, no trouble on this life can stop. When you will God's will, say, God, it is your will, so I will your will. When your will and God's will meet, become one, nothing can stop it. God began a good work in you. He will not leave it halfway. I have come a long way as a believer, as a Christian. I have come a long way in ministry, in serving the Lord as a missionary for now, for 24 years. Many times people have told me this is impossible. It cannot work. They give me every reason on earth. And they are right. Naturally speaking, it will not work. But with God, nothing is impossible. Say with me, with God, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible. Today, I want to wake up and believe God again. And trust that God knows what he's doing in your life. And what he began in you, he will continue and he'll bring it to a perfect end. God never leaves nothing halfway. Chapter 2 there of Philippians, we can be drawing to closer there. Chapter 2 in Philippians, in verse... Uh, uh, verse uh, 13 says these words, For it is God which walketh in you. Say with me, God walketh in me. He began the good work and he's walking it. The Lord Jesus said in John chapter 5, My father is walking and so do I. I walk my father's walk. It is God that is at work in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So God is walking in you. He's giving you that understanding, that light, that love. He's shining the light in your heart so that you can come to the place where you joyfully, willingly will God's will. Hallelujah. And this is what the devil stole from humans in the Garden of Eden. He turned us away from the will of God. All of us, like sheep, went astray. And as long as we are out of the will of God, then we become the plunder for hell and darkness. But I challenge you today, by the love of Christ, by the grace of God, to sincerely desire to know the mystery of his will. In Romans 12, Paul writing there that you be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you might know what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. I, I come to your home. I want you to be our, my friend. I want you to be my, our partner. This ministry that God has given to me, everybody called it impossible. And they were right. It was impossible from every aspect. But this is now 24 years and nothing has stopped us. Can you believe with me that this television ministry also will not be stopped? They will prosper and be strong like every other thing God has placed in our hands. I challenge you by the love of Christ. 
to join us and support us in prayers and also send today your financial donations which will help keep us here in the air. May I pray for you. Heavenly Father, I bring my brother, I bring my sister, I bring that mother, that father, that boy, that girl before you, Father, today, that you must strengthen them, Father, with might in the inner man, that they might be established in your will, that they come to the place where they are no more, their will is no more in conflict with your will, but they will your will and receive the blessings, as you said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Be blessed, be blessed, and may you be established and rooted and grounded in the very will of God and enjoy the blessings of living in the will of God every day of your life. Because in God's will, the devil have no right and power. He has no access into God's will. When you and I join together and will the will of God, we are established in him. May the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. As I said before, join us, support us, and help us so that we can send this message of, of, of the gospel to all over the world. God bless you. This is Pastor Fessis of Wesley Church saying to you, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And what? Arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And he that began a good work in you, he will finish it, he will perfect it, he will not leave it halfway. He will finish it up and do a marvelous work in your life and through your life. What you've heard today, share with others, and God will bless you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.